welcome back to another episode of Geeks Crossing. I am Matt, as always, and today I am joined by two very special guests. Uh, if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Uh, hello, my name is Brandon. And I'm Aiden. And we're Matt's brothers. Yes, today is the first episode of Geeks Crossing to delve into. Oh, and I can't even say the guest star siblings, because if you guys listen to our rambling episode from uh, a few weeks ago that had Keith's sister in it. But this is our third ever guest episode. It's the first that I am hosting, and I'm very excited to have you all here. So, today's topic of discussion is going to be very interesting. You know, it's it's 2021, it's February 2021. Usually when I do an episode like this, I'll talk about some news or some update or some anniversary or whatever. Today, it's just kind of silly, uh, or rather kind of random, you guys. I'm looking at Brandon Aiden when I say this. Obviously, with circumstances being what they are for the past year, we've been left with a lot of free time. And so what we ended up doing is watching movies and binging TV shows uh, quite randomly. You know, we've watched everything from Avatar to The Angry Birds 2 yeah, <laughs> last great. night. You want to... Uh, that was Angry Birds 2 was like the first week of quarantine and it was bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. We were all so hyped because we remember reading the reviews, right? It was like, this is like, oh, yeah. it's better than the original. And, and Thurb Van Orman directed it, who, uh, created a flapjack and we're like, oh, no way. Maybe it's really good. It's really good. Like it's better than the original. And we watched it and it was just like, oh, this is horrible this is horrible uh, <laughs> yeah literally that was like the first week too and then after that we were out we were avatar watched fish hooks we watched all sorts of fun things stupid online cartoons from actually critical acclaimed shows you know yeah. Prius and ferb right yeah, over the we, garden wall over the high. garden wall clone high yes actually a lot of this stuff we've talked about on the podcast before i was inspired to talk about because of these binge sessions but our most recent group show that we watched all together was Clarence. It was the first thing we watched on HBO Max. We got HBO yeah. Max about like a couple months ago, maybe at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were all really excited because a bunch of Cartoon Network stuff and Clarence just happened to be the first thing we decided to watch. Yeah. I think it was a bit of a morbid curiosity, like, oh, is this as good as it was <laughs> or did it? We remember it getting kind of weird and we were just curious to see if it was as good or as bad as we remembered it. Yeah, yeah, like Brandon says, 100%. Uh, we'd been watching stuff, like, little on and off things on HBO Max, but it's funny, I was on a walk one night, and I was listening to L.S. Mark, he's a YouTuber, does animation stuff, and I had in my watch later a Clarence video that he did, for years probably, like maybe two years, maybe months at the very least. And I was like, you know, I'll finally listen to this. And I got home, and by the time I got home, I'd finished the video, and I was like, you know what? Why don't I watch? Why don't Why don't I see if it's as good as I remember? And we all gathered around, and in the course of what, like three or four weeks, I would say, yeah. we finished the show. Yeah, uh, three seasons. For some reason, HBO Max has it as four because it is stupid. But yeah, three seasons. And again, morbid curiosity, right? Like, was yeah. this? We remembered it getting pretty weird and being like, all right, you know what? This show is just whatever. It's dumb. So, yeah, so that's kind of what we're here to talk about today is just the show Clarence, if it's as bad or as good as you remember it, uh, and our own uh, opinions on all the various elements of it. 
So uh, let's start off. Aiden, you want to tell our viewers what Clarence is about? Uh, yeah. Clarence is about a young elementary school kid named Clarence, and basically his adventures in a new school and how he learns and the people he meets and the adventures he goes on. It's, uh, it's really just a show about, you know, being a kid uh, with, like, your family and your friends and all this kind of stuff that he gets into. Sometimes it goes into more surreal kind of scenarios, uh, and sometimes it's, like, so incredibly realistic where it's, it's stuff that you remember doing as a child that maybe you don't talk about anymore, and then it just kind of captures it perfectly. And then other times it's just pure weirdness, like Uncle Grandpa style surreal scenario. Yeah, I um, I will say I remember that being the main selling point for Clarence. It's like, oh, it's like you're an actual kid. But like Brandon said previously, I remembered at some point while I was watching Clarence for the first time ever saying, yeah, this isn't like being a child anymore. This is just Uncle Grandpa too. Like this is just bizarre. Yeah. I'm done here. Uh, I actually dissed Clarence as a result. I my first ever episode of this podcast, I dissed it while I was going through cartoons I liked. I said, Harvey Beaks is what Clarence promised to do and failed at doing. But I don't know. I, I think yeah. going back and watching Clarence again, you know, it, it doesn't fail as hard as I thought it would. Uh, yeah, there's this kind of dip in quality yeah. uh, mid-season one for reasons I don't think we want to get into. But <laughs> they really pick it up. Season two, you feel the quality come back. And season three is probably the best season of the show. Mm-hmm. So many great episodes. There's a like four or five episode arc. There's this 22 minute <laughs> special where it's this massive water balloon fight. There's a lot of character development, I feel. I, I wasn't expecting that to kind of happen in Clarence. Almost to the point where I, I wish it kept going on. Like It felt like they were developing some of the background characters and some of the characters that maybe didn't seem as three-dimensional were getting development, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's really crazy. Like Brandon said, Towards the end of season one, right? You get just some really weirdness. And I, you know, assume that just, you know, it's a continual downfall. But it is a dip, right? It happens. And then, mysteriously, as season two and three start on, you still get a weird episode every now and then. Like, like, okay, yeah, this did not happen when I was a kid. This is just weirdness for the sake of weirdness. But most of the time, it, it really finds itself. It finds its footing again. And it says, no, this is what we want to do. This is the story we want to tell. This is the kind of show we want to have. You know, Clarence and his friends Jeff and Sumo. Jeff is like the the smart, straight-A, very neat, uh, uh, germaphobe kid. And Sumo's just the the wily, crazy kid. You know, just does whatever he wants. And then Clarence is kind of just the middle, where he's goofy and silly and kind of gross sometimes. Like, you know, like a kid is. But he's sort of... it, It just kind of follows their adventures, you know. You get episodes pretty early on that are about Jeff, that are about Sumo. And then, like Brandon said, they get into just all sorts of other characters, too. You know, like, Brandon background characters become more important. There's an episode in, like, late season three where this character, Chelsea, like, loses her cat. And she has some point, uh, some roles in episodes, but she has this whole episode to herself, which is kind of cool. And then the water balloon episode that I mentioned before focuses on Chelsea and Julian. Um, and then you get other characters like Belson, who is sort of like Clarence's... I'm not sure how to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Clarence li- loves him, but he doesn't like Clarence at all. He's <laughs> kind of a spoiled rich kid. Nobody really likes him except for... But you kind of get into this weird sort of dichotomy about why he's the way he is. And 
it's mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. it's fascinating in a way. I, I'm not sure if that's a word I used to describe Clarence, but it's very it's very interesting Weird. to see mm-hmm. uh, them, them kind of dissect these characters, which I really wish we could have gotten for some of the the smaller characters because they get into mm-hmm. Jeff and Sumo yeah. a lot. Yeah, which is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sometimes they play around the adults too. Like it's a show about kids, but the teacher, Miss Baker. The other teacher, Mr. Reese, uh, Clarence's parents, Mary and Chad, like all these characters that are just kind of, you know, the adults, they're along for the ride, but they uh, get explored as well. Uh, We get to learn a lot about like their lives, what they're, you know, what they like, what they don't like, their insecurities. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, it comes off as such a one note show. Like you see uh, Clarence's mom's boyfriend, Chad, and you kind of think, oh, it's just going to be, you know, the stereotypical like dumb dad who's irresponsible. (laughs) And you get some of those moments, but... There's these. There's some episodes where it really feels like he's just trying his best to be a good father figure to Clarence mm-hmm. and a good boyfriend, oh, yeah. and he tries to make something of himself. Chad in the marathon. Yeah, the, Chad in the <laughs> yeah. marathon like, episode specifically. Chad wants to prove that he's not a deadbeat to Clarence, and it's it's really like very uh, inspiring almost. Like, yeah. it's funny. It's heartwarming. Yeah, no, it, it's just a really crazy show. I guess I would say we were not expecting the level of quality that we were that we ended up yeah. getting. When we sat down and we were like, Let's just see if this show is still good. <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah, I guess that, um, I don't know, I guess that kind of leads us into our episodes, right? Yeah. What do you think is the best episodes of Clarence? I'm probably going to have to go with the, spe- like, I guess it's more than one episode, but the special in, see- was it season three? Season the- yeah. yeah. The Storm. The Storm. Five to six episode special, because I feel like it delved into... One, like the personality of the characters, but also how they go off of other characters, like yeah. Mr. Reese and Belson, Jeff and Clarence's parents, mm-hmm. like groups that you wouldn't really see together a lot, and you get to see how they. Yeah. Like, and it, it is a really well made special, I say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah the. the mm-hmm. I'm trying yeah. to think of the name of it. You have all these really. Like, I think that's kind of the selling point to how good the characters are, is how well they play off of each other, mm-hmm. how funny they are together. How the characters can learn things from each other, like with Mr. Reason Belson and yeah, Clarence like, and Miss Baker, and like Clarence's parents being so laid back. Yeah, and then yeah. Jeff, Jeff is being, so high strung. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Clarence's stormy sleepover. That's the yeah, name of that arc. Okay. Yeah, uh, and that that kind of reminds me of the episode where you have uh, when Belson's mom starts being hard on Belson, yeah. and you see how Belson and Belson's mom have this kind of unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. But then it, it's kind of juxtaposed with Clarence and his mom, who have these this really comfortable laid-back uh, sort of relationship where even though Clarence doesn't want to clean up, he's doing it for his mom because his mom's like talking about like aliens or something like, oh, if you don't clean up or something, yeah, like, monsters or something like yeah. that, <laughs> and, uh, which is really interesting and funny and heartwarming in a way. Kind of sad, too, with uh, Belson and the way his mom and his relationship. That episode was so dad. sad, though, because I mean, at the end when she's just like, yeah, whatever, Belson, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have expected that much yeah, of you. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's so depressing. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah. I also like, what's the one, the one where Clarence calls, his picky prank calls, and he calls this girl, and he starts having this relationship <laughs> oh, with this girl. Good. I thought that one Mystery was a girl. really, really cute episode, yeah. uh, a wholesome episode, uh, where this girl is really open with Clarence on the phone, but then he meets her in real life, and she's very shy, which I thought was nice. It was... And then, like, um, he had, he kind of makes her feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that was a cute yeah, episode. It was basically just Clarence being Clarence for, like, an entire episode, <laughs> which is very fun. Yeah. I'm going to say, too, Ice Cream Hunt is a great episode. Yes, Larry. <laughs> Larry. Larry is another very strange character. He kind of weasels his way into a couple stories for weird reasons. But yeah. He's this 
like most of the characters, he's got this strange amount of depth to him where he, do- I guess he doesn't have a good memory, so he writes everything down. Obviously, he's kind of like this Mr. Magoo character. And yeah, that's where, true. Where he doesn't know all the trouble he's causing. But then he has these this moment of clarity where, because he wrote stuff down, like he remembers them. Yeah, it's it's a pretty funny episode, too. I can't sell short the funny episodes. Like, oh, I know, yeah, obviously, it's a very sort of deep show at times. It, it, weird, it feels weird saying that. Yeah. It, it's very heartwarming, you know, sometimes tear-jerking. Yeah. But <laughs> not really. I think but, it's very deep in its subtlety. Like, it doesn't yeah. go out of its way to make, like, this, to be like, this is the emotional theme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there also are just a lot of funny stupid episodes that i really remember yeah especially early on but even later too like clarence's millions for example yeah. like that's just a dumb episode where clarence is it's like money. oh yeah i'm gonna make my own clarence dollars and use those as currency at my yeah. school like and that's just a silly episode but mm-hmm. at the same time it's not silly like i always bring this episode up to ren and aiden when i'm talking about off the jumping the shark the stupid boiler room yeah episode. there's an episode <laughs> Where Clarence and, and Jeff get, have to... No, Clarence and Sumo. They Clarence and Sumo. They get suspended and they learn about how to uh, work a boiler room or something and the boiler room overheats and it's this massive like factory underneath the sh- uh, school <laughs> where all these people are working. Yeah. And we're sitting there thinking because it comes right after this, I don't want to spoil it too much, but where this weird thing happens and then it turns out to be just in Clarence's imagination. So we're like, oh, this is obviously Clarence's imagination. And it's not. And don't <laughs> they bring it up in another episode? They do. Too? There's yeah. another episode where he goes down to the boiler room yeah. and it's just... Like, again, this giant facility, like, millions of workers, like, okay, this is stupid. Yeah. um, (laughs) Like, this is is stupid. This is kind of jumping the shark a little. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of the other really funny episodes of Clarence. I really like the episode, I don't remember what it's called, but it's when Mr. Reese and Clarence team up to try to find out who gets... Oh my gosh, the hot dog one. Mr. Reese's car has a bunch of sauce that spells out something, I guess, making fun of him on it. Like, you find out... Who got the sauce on, and then who spelt the sauce like into like a rude statement of Mr. Reese, and then who did the and yeah. it's like a criminal good kind of pieces together the it, story really, as it goes along. It's a really funny but also like yeah. interesting episode. Yeah, no, it, it's uh that's a um, good one. I was gonna say um I don't remember the name of the episode, but the double birthday one is oh so stupid. Yeah, uh, it introduces I, probably the stupidest some character. characters. Like we're talking about how there's episodes that are just weird and surreal. There's some characters are too. Like Gilbin is this really <laughs> weird character who doesn't talk. He speaks in these like I don't know vibrations. Um, <laughs> Not and he I move. say vibrations. Yeah, he, vi- he like... sort of vibrate. And then you have characters. Who else am I thinking of? Brady. <laughs> Brady. <laughs> like Brady. Brady is just Charlie Brown. Yeah. Guyler's weird, like, he just looks like Beaker from the Muppets, he never talks. He doesn't talk because he has a turtleneck going. Yeah. No, that's like, that's, that's the man. Mavis. He has parents who kind of look exactly like him. Yeah. There's Mavis who just makes these like, sort of oh! Muppet-esque uh, <laughs> noises. I would say Percy's weird. Yeah, Percy's weird. <laughs> the episode, <laughs> I was going to say, the episode where Percy yeah. with the animals, oh. where he tells the story about these animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, sort of, it's that. sort of charming, but also really disgusting, especially the end. No, yeah. it's just, it's mostly disturbing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, it is disturbing yeah. now that I think about it. It's, well, Percy's it's not unhinged. just the end. It's the three yeah. separate times where, like, at first he's just, like, playing with, like, the animals everywhere. He, and he's not wearing clothes. Yeah, he's, like, just yeah. pizza everywhere. Eating pizza off the and ground with the animals. And then he pours them on Clarence yeah. in his bed. And then with Bells. Oh, Another sort of weird episode that I like is the one where they think there's aliens. and they're just, <gasps> That's they're a great just, episode. They think there's aliens, but they're just teenagers. Yeah. And they're at a uh, high school party. And there are some teenagers, like, with Clarence who just go along with it because they're kind of, like, these stoner-type guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Clarence, and 
Clarence, they spoil him as their aliens and they never convince him otherwise. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And then Jeff obviously gets super scared and he hoses down their house. It's, <laughs> no, because Sumo gets yeah. stuck in the house, like in the party, and Jeff's like, I gotta go save yeah. Sumo. <laughs> a lot of a weird stuff like that where it's just kind of Clarence, Jeff, and Sumo get put in these situations and that's it. And like, I think that's a testament to how great the characters are because yeah. of how fun an episode where it's just... Clarence and Jeff and Sumo think they're aliens. Because yeah, it legitimately feels like, oh, how would these three personalities react in yeah, this situation? Yeah. Yeah. Like, not, as smart as Jeff is, he's still, like, kind of ignorant and he yes, thinks they're yes. aliens. So he's going about it very safely, but it's still just teenagers yeah. and he thinks they're aliens. That's what I. Mm. Jeff uh, and Sumo are interesting. Yeah. Uh, with Jeff, he's not really, like, a double deep type guy where he knows everything and he knows what's going on he thinks he knows most of the time because he sees mm. himself as the smart kind of guy but a lot of the times he's wrong and then sumo the episode uh sumo full mind mm. where sumo has these kind of bursts where he's into this kind of these kind of like smart complicated things even though he's usually like the gross kind of feral kid uh which is very interesting that arc, should we get into it? Because it's kind of a spoiler with Sumo. And- yeah, I guess spoiler warning, but something does happen where Sumo sort of... I'm not going to say exactly what it is, because you should watch this show. Yeah. But Sumo kind of becomes separated from the main cast for a little bit, and that sort of changes him. His yeah. environment, I- I'm trying to get as loose as possible, yeah. but his environment, <laughs> his new environment, makes him sort of... A little smarter, yeah. a little less feral. Yeah, yeah, a little more mature. Yeah, a little bit more mature, and he's still sumo. Like, there's yeah. still this, but he has this character development where he sort of evolves because he's put in this new situation. I really don't want to get into it because I didn't know about it going in, and it was pretty shocking. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. and there's a bunch of episodes that kind of focus on it. Yeah, I'm gonna say one more really weird episode that I still liked a lot, and then one episode that isn't as weird, but I still like the weird one. Is balance? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I have mixed feelings about that episode because it it really doesn't fit, but it's just so weird and funny. <laughs> where it doesn't seem it feels like a fan. <laughs> but no, I, I kind of like how they got out of it though at the end. Oh yeah, <laughs> where it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah, this is why this is happening. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> so stupid. I think, I think to some degree, like these surreal moments keep the show kind of interesting because. A lot of times with slice of life shows, it can get pretty boring. Yeah. So Clarence kind of balances surrealism <laughs> with realism. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, balance. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, another episode I feel like does that before I go into my other one. First of all, balance really stupid, really funny. Uh, the dream one. Yeah. When, when not the dream one where Clarence is asleep but dreaming when they're they trying to stay up. Yeah. And they start like hallucinating. Yeah. I think there's like a guest animator in that episode. Too. Okay, that explains. I'm it. not yeah. sure specifically who, but. There's these really yeah. interesting visuals going on. Like, I think yeah. that area was when I stopped watching it originally. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I liked it so much this time. I didn't even know there were, like, there were two other seasons. Yeah. So, and then yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I keep thinking of episodes that like Pretty Great Day with a Girl. There's, like, oh, you know, like the early season one yeah. ones are great. I was talking to Matt about this. We started watching it originally. <laughs> is that a bunch of the first episodes are just kind of... Clarence is somewhere, like wherever, and that's just the episode, and it's yeah. just him doing stuff. Like Money Broom uh, It's Oh, Clarence is at an arcade. Clarence is at his uh, friend's dinner party. Clarence supermarket. is at a yeah. supermarket. Mm-hmm. And some of them are more interesting than others. Pretty Good Day with the Girl is just, I I think, is an amazing episode. Yeah. It's not really indicative of the rest of the series, but it's just Clarence having a fun day. And, and Belson and the gang. Yeah, Belson and the gang. <laughs> and they get into this huge fight because they're angry at each other, but they kind of just forget that and they just have a good time. And Clarence doesn't even realize, like, care that it's, like, 
he's about to date with a girl and all the other boys are jealous. She just thinks he had a fun mm-hmm. day where he ate sandwiches and <laughs> threw moss. Yeah, and that is going to lead me to another episode where somebody has a date with a girl, which is when Belson gets his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that episode, I don't know if it's just Belson. Oh, read Bodie! Oh, Bodie's such a good episode. All the, the Belson <laughs> focused ones are usually very interesting. Yeah, no, I was going to say, Bodie and, and Belson gets a girlfriend go together because it's like Clarence trying to root for his buddy Belson. Belson put in this awkward situation, yeah. but it's just, yeah, both of those are really funny episodes. Bodie's such yeah. like a yeah, weird Bodhi's episode, weird. but it's very like heartwarming. one second moment in Bodie where I remember, like, oh my god, where Belson kind of shows this legitimate emotion towards Clarence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's really interesting that they didn't harp in on this super emotional moment. It's just that Belson is, like, has this really hard kind of exterior and he has just yeah. a little bit of like good at him, not much yeah belson is just a super interesting character i really <laughs> enjoy him he's maybe not the best person but no yeah. but he's really he's funny intri- like when there's an episode about him they're yeah <laughs> and i guess before we get into characters i would be remiss if we didn't bring up uh what was it goldfish follies right oh where they do that like like it's I really like it, not, it's very interesting. Uh, yeah where they do sign of like a popeye old popeye style I was watching, uh, I think, I forget who it was, I think it was a Pizza Party podcast, and they have Spencer Rothbell on, who is the showrunner and voices Clarence, and he said that the idea came from that it's like, this is the way Clarence sees the world, and uh, like, everything's funny, and kooky, and everything's kind of alive, uh, which I think is an interesting idea. It does kind of feel disconnected from the rest of this. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. That was a stretch of episodes, and even in that one, where Aiden yeah. was, the, I remember, like, nothing's happening. Yeah. And that was the part where I stopped watching initially. It was, like, that dream episode. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, all the, and then they were trying to stay awake. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And I think that, uh, I was just, like, nothing is, ha- like, nothing is legitimately <laughs> happening. It's just, just fantasy kind like, of Disconnected. Yeah, one Don't make sense and don't correlate to anything. I think that Goldfish Follies was probably the best out of all of them. Just uh, yeah, even though it did feel really disconnected, it was just it was still like a fun kind of love letter to that kind of era. Yeah, which which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we've been talking a little bit about the characters. Have there been any that we haven't really gotten into yet? Uh, um, yeah, um, I feel like there's some there's some we talked about yeah. more than others, but we some we mentioned quickly. Joshua. <laughs> oh, Joshua, wait. Josh- yeah, Joshua's like the worst character in the show. I think the show realizes because he stops appearing after a while. Yeah. He's this character who just kind of like shows up, and whenever he shows up, Clarence and the gang kind of maim him in a weird way, and then the next time he shows up, he's like missing an eye, or there's a huge clump of his hair missing. Uh, he gets really... They gets keep, he gets fat, and they don't explain why. And it's just kind of cruel. It's not <laughs> like maybe one out of two of the times it happens, he deserves it. But it's just it's just literally for the sake of yeah, being there. But they stopped using him, which I was really happy about because he was really the thing for me. Where it's like, oh, I'm so sick of seeing this. <laughs> and to not, clarify, he's not a student. He's just like some random like, some college adult, maybe, kid, probably not in college, college dropout, just like. <laughs> Yeah. Going, working in different places, and yeah. then, like, every time Clarence shows up, his friend. <laughs> they kind of replace him with the, the substitute character for a while, who... Oh, Miss Jeweler. And then she works yeah. in the museum, and then she has this big role in the convenient... Uh, the sleep over episode, who... She was pretty fun. Uh, Joshua, and, appears, like, Joshua and Julep should have gotten together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Joshua really wasn't a great know. boyfriend to Nature, no, to Nature Kate. Kate. So, that's probably that. Joshua's best episode, I yeah. think. The Nature one? The Nature one, because that's I the one where so. he kind of deserves it the most. Yeah. Because he's, he's like a giant tool. He's like, yeah, I'm, me and my girlfriend, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And that's kind of another episode where Claire just kind of 
enjoys himself, like, even though the situation's really bad. And something I like in that episode, uh, and in the dinner party episode, is Jeff is usually, like, super high-strung with Clarence, but I like when Jeff kind of just goes along with what Clarence is doing, like, even though maybe he's not super into it. That's kind of a testament to their friendship. Yeah, we, we like to get in on Jeff, though, too. Oh, yeah, Jeff. <laughs> he's, like... Because the thing with Jeff is he's like he does he does everything for himself. <laughs> yeah, he he thinks he's he, he well maybe he's right, but he always thinks he's the smartest person in the room, the yeah. most proper prim person in the room, and he always tries to change yeah. Clarence and Sumo to like adapt yeah. them. And when that doesn't work, he's just like, oh, I'm better than this. Like you guys are being. <laughs> but the, like, the average Jeff episode really gets into that where he gets put in the. He doesn't get put in, like, the honors class, and he gets super upset. Yeah. But that one, I think they handled it well. Yeah, no, that was probably the best kind of Jeff character study. Something I didn't know was apparently at the beginning where he's like, my name is Jeff Randall. It's like a homage to the beginning of American Psycho, where (laughs) where he's, like, doing this super coordinated routine in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but there's episodes, like, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. The The one one where he does the podcast. Yeah, oh, the one with the pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Clarence is just like having a fun time making a podcast. And Jeff's and like, like, no, these ask the me these questions. Ask me these questions. Yeah. These are the questions yeah. you ask. These are my I'm, answers. This is when you laugh. That's <laughs> another one that was kind of handled well because it's one where Jeff kind of realizes, yeah. oh, yeah, it went yeah. well. Like, yeah. I was myself. I, the one that I, I didn't kind of like, where I couldn't kind of do for Jeff, was the one where Clarence uh, writes the book. I was just thinking that. Starts, yeah. like, Jeff starts hitting Clarence to get him to understand etiquette. Yeah, Clarence, oh, Clarence yeah. writes a story and he enters it in a contest and and the, he's a finalist at the dinner where they're going to announce the winner. And Jeff's like, oh, I have to teach you etiquette. Yeah. And like, yeah, he's a jerk. I thought it was more interesting when, Su- <laughs> when Sumo taught him etiquette and the, the one where he goes on the date. Yeah, that's, yeah. Sumo, that's a great episode. Sumo is that's Sumo. And he's like, oh, go to a thrift store and buy a suit. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you like throw your suit on a puddle because like he saw it on TV. <laughs> yeah, no, Jeff that's gets, great. Jeff is jealous. He's yeah. not a focus, but he's still, like, but he's still yeah. just in the background like rooting More. against him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, Jeff. Yeah, but yeah, Jeff also always has those moments of clarity. I always enjoy it when he just kind of goes along with what Clarence is doing. Yeah, what other characters are there? Um, Obviously the main three. I really like uh, Clarence's parents. I feel like all yeah. the episodes where it focuses on Clarence and Mary and uh, Chad are just really fun mm-hmm. kind of yeah. episodes where they're just kind of trying their best. Yeah, and, I yeah. love the scenes when it's just those three. Yeah. They feel so, like, they feel written naturally yeah. really that it is just like a yeah. Like yeah. when they go to the, they have to stay at the motel. Yeah. No, that's a great that's one. And Clarence are trying to make Mary feel like yeah. comfortable. I love them. She, but she already does. Like, she doesn't really care that much. Yeah. They feel bad. Yeah, yeah they feel bad. And it's just so, like, natural. Yeah. Yes, and Chad in the marathon we already brought up. Chad like that's literally like probably my favorite episode. That's of the up show. there. Uh, um, uh, I really just love Chad. Yeah, <laughs> as a Chad's character. Great. Um, but then the other one I was thinking of is uh, the trampoline episode. Yeah, yeah. Where Mary breaks her leg on the trampoline and she has to watch her neighbor's yeah. like house. And Chad and Clarence think that the neighbor's a witch, so they're trying to rescue her. Yeah. <laughs> that that's a great that's one. Um, and when Chad uh, has to perform with yeah. Dogmon. Oh, oh, he's in a band. He's in a band. He gets his little band together. That's fun. There's a lot of episodes with those three. Yeah, the family is just a great staple of the show. Yeah, Um, it's great. Oh, (laughs) I forgot to bring a video store earlier. Oh, (laughs) I love that one. The video store is great. Uh, It's an fully improv episode. Yeah. So you just have the voice actors for Clarence, Jeff, and Sumo, and then you have what the guy from Brendan Small from Home Movies makes a really like unexpected cameo. 
Uh, I wouldn't even, that, that episode's not a cameo. That's just yeah, he's, he's just, just he runs he's just it. There. It's kind of like a, a semi crossover in a way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd which is so. weird. It's like an adult <laughs> swim show. It's like show we have this guy. Like, which was really really fun. Um, yeah. it was one of the later episodes. I think it was, it was like the, the second to last episode. Yeah. Um, very enjoyable episode. Though. It just another testament to how well the characters play off each other. It's just them talking without a script, and it's fun. Yeah, uh, it, it, and it's literally just sense. them choosing a movie to rent. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to bring up about the world of Clarence, like going into that, is it's this weird amalgamation of nostalgia in a way where there's these. They don't have smartphones and they have no. video rentals, yeah. but they also like. Uh, Belson has like this VR kind of thing, so it's it's nostalgic. Yeah. In a way, to pretty much everyone, where it's not honing in too much on the 90s or the 2010s or whatever, which is kind of cool. I was thinking about that. It's funny. In the end of the Thanksgiving special, yeah. I don't know if you caught this, they buried the tape in the ground for yeah. that they recorded, and it said Thanksgiving 1998. And I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And I was thinking. So I looked up, like, when does Clarence take place? And Spence Rothbell went on Reddit, like he did an AMA. And he said, yeah, we kept it vague. Like, literally I, anywhere between the 90s and the 2000s, I probably. I think That's it is the really. aspect I really love about yeah. I think it is Cause, really. Because I like yeah. the fact... Because I feel like there would be a lot less, like, going around yeah. town if it was more recent. Yeah. I'm so glad like, they didn't do, like... Actually, I think the show aired in 2014. I'm so glad they didn't do, like, oh, what is it like to be a kid in 2014? Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad just, it's always yeah. literally just the 90s. Yeah. Because there's definitely a lot of 90s inspiration kind of stuff with some of the things that happen. Yeah, because I, I was even thinking about Turtle Hats, which is, again, amazing episode I, I forgot to bring it up but i was like oh miss baker's a smartphone in that one and i was like no she has like a she really a early phone. Flip, like phone. A flip phone yeah like yeah. literally not even colored so it's just like yeah it's kind of this crazy world that like an amalgamation yeah. like brandon said and it's really cool which i really that's yeah. an aspect that's really, really cool kind of underrated about it yeah uh also the fact that it's like this uh, i don't want to say like midwest kind of <laughs> I think it takes place in Arizona. In Arizona. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, Napoleon Dynamite in a way. <laughs> and a lot of, I feel like Clarence and Napoleon Dynamite are very similar in that they're realistic, but also not realistic. And there's also kind of a, D- Clarence definitely doesn't have as big a fan base as Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. But there's both, for both shows, there's a bunch of people who are just like, I don't understand the appeal of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very weird view yeah. where they're just kind of like, they're just walking around town. And yeah, they're like, kind of just like going to school. Yeah. yeah. And there's also a lot of weird stuff. And I, I just keep thinking of weird episodes now. <laughs> Uh, little Buddy, we should oh my really God. talk about Little Buddy. I don't really want to. Little Buddy but... was one of the most confusing. It's weirdly dark. Brandon said it was like a creepypasta. And I, <laughs> I, I oh, Aiden yeah, said. I said it was like a creepypasta that somehow made it in. Especially because they reference it after as if it was just like a, oh, just one of those yeah. other funny episodes. Yeah. So so it's weird. I'm going to, yeah, go into that. Actually, you go into that. Uh, explain it, what you mean. Because what happens, it, the, in the episode, Clarence gets a toy and like, I guess he, what is it? He can't. I feel like he just has the toy. He doesn't even get it. And he blames the toy. Yeah. And he gets obsessed with the toy. He dresses like the toy. Oh, that's well, that's later. Yeah. And then he buries it. It, He like rip. It rips it. He buries it. He becomes all like angsty and emo. He doesn't. He's not fun anymore. And then they start making fun of him. Yeah. And he punches Belson. And it's just, like, so serious. It's like, weird. it's not like a joke. He well, just punches Belson. There's this funny, uh, strange things that are happening, like, parody <laughs> yeah. on Toy Story. Uh, uh, that's true. Yeah. There's a lot of quirky kind of fun songs in the show, I should probably mention. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 in the redux of the pilot, they have this really fun uh, song about hitting a pinata, which turns out to be filled with bees. Of course, um, the, uh, you know, girl toy. The girl toy song, which is also <laughs> another reference to Toy Story, too. It's supposed to be When, when Somebody Loves Me. Oh, my God, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. I never thought of that. Oh, my God. 
Um, I never even thought of that. There's, we, yeah, there's we know, like, dude. It's like that song in and of itself is so displaced. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there's really not that. Oh, there's the, at least I'm not a The horn song. symphony. There's the horns where they're all honking on these horns. Yeah. Um, no, but, but uh, going back to Little Buddy just for a second, the very next episode, Clarence has to sell things at a yard sale or at the thrift store. I think his mom's like, hey, go to the thrift store, sell this stuff in the closet. So Clarence is going through it, and he finds Little Buddy. He's like, oh, this is creepy. I don't like it. Like, the very next episode. it's Yeah, the one before he's dressing like Yeah. And then the one after. It's Like, like, obviously, it's a reference, but it's so weird. It's just like, it literally makes it feel like Aiden said, like a creepypasta. Um, but yeah, and there is music. There's Again, some like, fun music, like Brand so. kinda, tr- other characters that are fun. <sighs> I, we we yeah, tackled all most of the major too. ones. Larry. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say the mayor who shows up. Every the now mayor. And then. Oh yeah, the mayor shows up. Like, he's Weird, your typical, just shallow. like terrible politician kind of character where he only cares about his image. It, it's interesting though. Yeah. I feel like even he is sort of a kind of speaking to small town childhood life. Because it's like, oh, yeah, that, like, kind of weird mayor who's just always been in office. Yeah. Like, you know, every small town kind of has one like that. Yeah, um, the kids don't know what he does. The so kids don't know just, what he they does. They show him as just like, oh, he's just working. Like, he's working, really playing with his air. Yeah. <laughs> he plays with Clarence when they're locked in the in the, in the convenience store. Oh, in yeah. In the snowy sleepover. That's the best. When, like, Miss Baker's imagining herself on the beach. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, do you, <laughs> yes, do you have yes, any, yes. like, oil? Me and Clarence are playing. Like, we need some to make a slide. <laughs> And oh, it yeah. knocks it off. It's so stupid, uh, but... Yeah. yeah, and uh, what's it called? Uh, Jeff's parents and uh, Sumo's parents are also... Oh, Sumo's, Sumo's family. Sumo's family is very interesting. Everyone kind of has these different families. Like, Belson's got, like, a spoiled... He's spoiled and his dad's never around. Yeah. And then Jeff's in the... Uh, uh, he has two moms, two moms and he's an only he's an only child. Yeah. And Sumo has a bunch of brothers and one sister, I think. <laughs> yeah. They're all different ages. Like, he has a teenage brother that he kind of quarrels with. And then he has a dad who's kind of like this stoic kind of guy, but he has these sort of emotional moments with him sometimes, which are really nice. Yeah, I was going to say the, the stump episode. Oh, like, I'll stump yeah, you for it. That was yeah. probably the best representation of that. With his family. brother. And that and, and oh, their special and in the, the storm. storm. Episode, yeah. Those two, and I was going to say too, um, when uh, Sumo builds a boat, yeah, I forgot about that. Episode, goes, that's fi- one too. I want to go fishing. Yeah, with, uh, Chad and, and there's a weird yeah. Simpsons reference in that one. <laughs> but yeah, and his dad have a very yeah. good relationship. But yeah. then when they they bring in Tanner for one episode, but like it's mostly Sumo and his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess we've pretty much gone into everything that we could possibly go into about this show. I will say, I, I think we were we could all agree after watching it. It's it's pretty. It's a good show. Yeah, it's yeah. an uh, underrated show. I mean, I think. It's a show that's very easy to pass off as just like a gross-out kind of weird show from that era of Cartoon Network. But no, it's actually like they get into there's some great characters, some great moments. Um, Mm -hmm. I recommend it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely worth watching. Uh, If you just want a dumb little show that can get real with you, that can remind you, yeah, I remember this when I was a kid. You know, I mean, other than Harvey Beaks, which I yeah. again I haven't seen in a very long time, yeah. I think Clarence is really just the best show, uh, the best cartoon <laughs> at least for that mood of just getting back into yeah. it. So yeah, you know, closing thoughts. Uh, it's just yeah. I mean, obviously there's a couple duds. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some weird stuff in it, but there's also some really fun uh, content with uh, great characters and great character dynamics. Uh, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, nostalgia and character dynamic kind of stuff, you should watch it. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
Yeah. So that's pretty much all we've got to say about Clarence. This has been a Geeks Crossing podcast. Please follow us on Instagram if you haven't already, at Geeks Crossing. Our Discord link is in the description of this episode, (laughs) as always. And you can continue listening to us and supporting us on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us right now. So, yes, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm Brandon. And I'm Aiden. And this has been a Geek Crossing Podcast. See you in the next one.